This is the Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson. Hello there and we are back. This is the first episode of Relish for 2024. So our first chance to talk about all the fabulous things there are to eat, drink and do in this fabulous city and state of ours. In this episode, have no fear of missing out as East Brunswick Village gets its brand new edition, FOMO Cinemas. We're talking a great venue offering up food with movies. I'll get all the details from co-founder and Melbourne cinema legend, Natalie Miller. And speaking of new venues, I'll find a bit more about the mammoth plans that Moondog have for an iconic site in Footscray. And in Eat, Drink, Do Melbourne, Ugo Barata Bar has opened in South Melbourne Market, offering up, you guessed it, Barata. In South Yarra, popular wine bar Shadow Boxer got a new chef last year. They've launched a new menu, a new pub for the heart of Fitzroy in the Gertrude Hotel. And finally, one for fans of Japanese food as Tokyo Motto opens in the CBD's mid-city centre. All that is still to come on this, the first episode of Relish for the Year, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel for Melbourne's Easy Music 3MP. Easy Music 3MP plays all your favourite songs to help you relax. But don't forget who's taking you home and in whose arms you're gonna be. Songs you grew up with. So darling, save the last dance for me. Songs you know. Songs you love. Relax with us. Melbourne's Easy Music 3MP. Well, I think 2024 is opening as I hope it will continue with fabulous new things to eat, drink and do, starting with something pretty exciting that combines all of those. I'm talking about the best kind of FOMO there is, not fear of missing out but a combination of food and a movie, which is exactly what's just opened at East Brunswick Village. Natalie Miller AO is a bit of a legend of Australian film and cinema, a film distributor, exhibitor, producer, founder of Melbourne's iconic Longford and Nova Cinemas and now co-founder of FOMO Cinema. She joins me now. Natalie, welcome. Hello. Good morning. Now, I, I kind of haven't given much away there about what exactly this is. You can explain it best. What is FOMO? Well, FOMO, of course, the F-O-M-O stands for food and movies. And we do like to say food, fear of missing out because <laughs> if you miss out on booking your seats on Saturday night, it might be the fear of missing out. <laughs> but this is a six-cinema complex built in East Brunswick Village. East Brunswick Village is on Nicholson Street, East Brunswick, and it, it encompasses 400 apartments and big stores like Glickland, Coles, um, restaurants. It's a very exciting new precinct on Nicholson Street. So we had the opportunity to open cinemas there. The the cinemas are really the inspiration of my partner, Barry Peak. Um, we are together partners in Cinema Nova in Melbourne, and Barry's always wanted to do a cinema with food and movies. Um, and it's not totally a new concept, but it's a new concept the way we're doing it. Barry visited America last year and visited Alamo Draft House and Nighthawk and those cinemas over there that are doing a similar thing. And I guess the basic difference for us is that you will be able to come in, sit down on your seat, you'll have our, your, your account on your WhatsApp, you'll sit in your seat, you'll be able to order your food and um, offer a menu plate and it'll be discreetly brought to you. We plan to have 
20 minutes before the main film, not with ads, but with entertaining clips of old movies and trivia and all sorts of entertainment. So you can eat your dinner quietly before the movie starts. You can still order your, movie, your dinner during the movie, but yeah. we encourage you to come earlier. And I think the biggest thing of all this is that um, unlike other cinemas that have food and movie where they give you a premium price, yeah. yours will all be at a standard ticket price. Right. So there is so much in what you just said, Natalie, and oh, I don't know. No, no, no. It's wonderful because things I was going to ask you about anyway. And um, like, so if we take it back, um, I guess just to the food. So A, that is really interesting because we always say when you go to those sort of, you know, large chain cinemas, it is, you know, trying to think about whether you're going to have to trade in your firstborn or your, or your grandmother to pay for the popcorn. So it is interesting you say that you are trying to make sure that rather than people go somewhere else for a bite before the cinema because that is affordable, that you can come and do it at the cinema. When when you come up with a menu, and I know you would have worked with your chef to do that, um, how, how do you do that because are we sitting are we eating with knives and forks or because that might be difficult are we finding things that we can eat with our hands what's on the menu well it's a bit i guess it's a bit of both but um we have a, a head chef who's very experienced called dan darren collier he's very experienced and he's come up with a great menu which i've been lucky enough to have a tasting oh of. it's all research <laughs> Um, a lot of research, but anti-pasta and cheese platters, tasty fried bites, New York-inspired deli sandwiches, deluxe burger combos, hand-stretched pizzas, which were amazing, actually. They were amazing. And then he's come up with a, a wonderful dessert platter as well. So I think the big thing is we have our own kitchen. The food yeah. is all going to be fresh and come you direct from a, you know, freshly cooked from the kitchen and um yeah beautiful it, it does sound the food sounds really fun and it sounds like you know you kind of you know good stuff that would make sense you know when you're watching a movie now the other thing you said there which is one of my favorite things about what you have created here and they do the same at my local cinema which is the sun theater in in yarraville the idea that there are there are no ads, you know, it's unheard of. You know, we kind of think about going to the movies and you think, oh, there's going to be half an hour of paid ads first. How, how do you do that? How do you get away with doing it? And, and what will you be showing instead? Well, I guess, um, I mean, the ads obviously are income for a cinema, yeah. let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we just, we're doing without that income, but we hope it'll get made up by getting large crowds to the cinema and buying lots of drinks. Of course, we've got a full wine spirit menu which is you know very much part of it all um and we just forgo that income that's yeah, all that's amazing um speaking of yeah <laughs> you have a good dinner um speaking of the movies what can we expect i mean you bought us the icon one of my favorite cinemas in melbourne cinema nova uh, are we looking at is it going to be art house um films particularly that are showing or blockbusters or a bit of a combo well our intention is that Nova remains the art house and um, FOMO will run all the big commercial films. I joke with people, you know, Nova doesn't play Star Wars, so I'm either stupid or something else, but we don't. <laughs> um, we will be playing all the big commercial films at FOMO. But a very interesting trend, I think, in the business is the word art house because there are a lot of film quality films now that sort of cross over. Yeah. 
And we found this already in our opening week that a number of films that we're opening are actually playing Nova as well because they're crossover movies, things like Holdover, to coin a phrase, and Ferrari and Priscilla. And um, so the def- I think we'll probably go by the fact that if a film's gone wide, then they can play everywhere. But we certainly will be sticking to the Nova running all our, you know, alternate content and events and and true art house, which is in my DNA and which I love. Brilliant. And is it a fun precinct to be a, a part of? I went down the other week and checked out Rumi, um, who obviously have moved there, brilliant, iconic restaurant who have, have moved there, have opened a new bar next door. There's breweries. Is it is it a nice sort of area to be a part of? Oh, it's amazing because it's a village of its own and it the 400 apartments that are already built, and there's going to be more. Um, already yesterday, when I was at the cinema yesterday morning, our day of opening, a guy came in. He said, oh, I'm in a, an apartment with four other guys. I'm just looking what we'll come to tonight. I thought, this is wonderful. We've got a ready-made audience right on our doorstep, let alone all the apartments. It's a very growing area, East Brunswick, yes. and a young area. We cater to the young people. And it is funny, it's not all just good for you. Imagine those people who have all of those eateries and bars and breweries and a brand new beautiful cinema on their doorstep. I think it's a win-win situation for everybody. Natalie Miller, AO, founder of FOMO Cinema. Um, it sounds like a brilliant addition to Melbourne cinema and, and food scenes. It is all housed in that brilliant new East Brunswick village. That's just an easy tram ride from the centre of the CBD for people who don't live in the area. We will encourage people to visit fomocinema.com.au for all the details and to grab their tickets. Thank you so much for joining me today. I have to throw in the cinemas look beautiful. <laughs> oh, well done. Well done. Well, I'm going to go down and check it out for myself. Natalie, thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Don't go anywhere. There's plenty more to come on this, the first episode of Relish for the Year, thanks to Melbourne's Easy Music 3MP. This is the Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson. Well, new year, new venues. I am already loving 2024 and as a Westie, there is one particular project I'm unbelievably excited about. Even more so now, I've read a bit more about the details. I am talking about Moondog Wild West, a mammoth venue set to take over Footscray's iconic Franco Cozzo site. And here to tell me exactly what to expect is Moondog co-founder Josh Ullians. Josh, welcome. Thanks for having me, Kate. No worries. Now, um, it's a brilliant story, the Moondog Yarn. I think it's been around 13 years since three mates formed a brewery with ex-dairy equipment. Do you ever stop and think about how far you guys have come? It has been a, an incredible journey. We certainly didn't you know, start out you know, planning for the business to evolve into what it has. Um, it's really just been this kind of very gradual and iterative process Um but, you know, it's been a really wild ride and uh, we're, we're absolutely loving it. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's great and some pretty exciting things um, on the cards. Love it. Now, what was the idea? We'll get to the new stuff, obviously, but what was the idea for you guys with Moondog initially? Because really, from your first beer, it wasn't predictable or traditional stuff, was it? No, certainly not. No, what we, I guess, wanted to bring to the market was, I guess, a, a bit of a sense of adventure and excitement and fun and um, do things that people hadn't really seen before or experienced before. And um, so, yeah, that that kind of um, ethos started out, I guess, 
with the beers that we were making, you know, we were the first Australian brewer to really sit at the, um, the, the, the bleeding edge of, I guess, what beer could be. Um, and you know, we were producing all kinds of weird and wonderful products, you know, that were hybridizing styles or, you know, using barrel aging or wild ferments or, um, really big high alcohol products introducing pretty novel ingredients to create really high concept and interesting products um but that that that, i guess that ethos wasn't just about the beers it was about overall you know what who we are and you know what we believe is really fun and what's really engaging and exciting for consumers um so that that same approach has absolutely come through in, in the venues that we do, in the in the line of seltzers that we produce, um, you know, in in the type of kind of culture that we try and keep within our organisation, um, just make it a really fun place for for everyone and experience something new. It's so. interesting you say that because that's exactly what I was thinking when you talk about that translation into the venues. And I have to say, like, you guys are responsible for the fact that I quite enjoy dark beers now, you know, stouts, because oh, some right. of the ones that you brought out were so cool. I've got a teeny little bottle shop around the corner here, Monty's, which, you know, sort of walked down there and went, well, that looks interesting. And, you know, you picked because you guys do amazing packaging and marketing and picked up these beers, but just really enjoyed them, which led me to sort of explore those types of beers further. And, and you you sort of say that then obviously translated to to the venues that you guys opened and I think it kind of well I would have say climaxed but you're not done yet but certainly the big one that we saw it in was Moondog World in Preston just how big was that or is it well it was the most incredible um project to bring to life um prior to launching that you know we built a you know a really good solid um business that had, you know, our beer products kind of distributed nationally with a, a great and growing team. Um, but I think it was really uh, Moondog World that kind of put us on the map and that was, it was a, it was a big, um, a big swing for us. Um, the site itself is about 12,000 12, square metres. So it's, <laughs> it's a really, it's a really big, um, big site and it's bigger than we'd, I guess, initially planned. Um we kind of went, went on that journey having not that far previous um, built a, a kind of an expansion brewery um, at our original site in um, Abbotsford, um, which we realised was probably not going to be able to produce as much beer as we needed for, for the, the kind of the coming couple of years. So we started on this journey to try and um, firstly solve that question of how we're going to produce enough beer and we found this site in in Preston and it was just such a cool old site that had you know it was, it was massive and quirky and you know in a really amazing location and um really well well kind of set up to be able to accommodate a, a brewery of a fair degree of scale um but it had this space that was sitting between the between the, the the head office at the front and the the brewery or the area that we'd attributed to the brewery at the back, this this big 1,700 square meter space, and we're like, oh, well, we'd love to do another venue. Geez, it's a big site. <laughs> we don't really know what to do with it. Um, we pulled together a team um, within, I guess, uh, Moondog comprising of, uh, I guess, a, a whole host of 
different experiences um, and different skill sets to conceptualize what what Moondog World, the venue, could actually become. Um, and just basically said, well, what's the any any ideas are a great idea. Let's let's just put it all out there and see what we can come up with. Um, and you know, some of the ideas that were you know put down in that first kind of session were you know uh, hidden tiki bar and a waterfall and lagoon and rainforest walk and all these type of things. And we're like, it, it's it sounds so ridiculous and so over the top, but we just kind of. Um, committed to it and why not yeah if, if you know this, this is this amazing this amazing site that's um i guess become quite iconic in the melbourne hospitality landscape yes something we're really proud of. so this is why people are so excited now about moon dog wild west because we've seen what you can do we've seen that you guys don't really have you know have any qualms about saying why not and coming up with a you know fabulous unique idea and just making it work Moondog Wild West so people will know particularly if you've lived in the west that that site the Franco Cozzo site I was a little bit surprised when I actually read into the detail and saw how literal the wild west part is what can we expect It's entirely literal um <laughs> it's it, it's so it's this brilliant site and from the moment that we, we we saw that the site was available to lease um we were really you know we, we just saw this amazing opportunity to pr- produce something super exciting for um for the western suburbs and we'd had our eyes on a bunch of different sites around west footscray and footscray and um they hadn't um for a number of different reasons, but predominantly around COVID, um, they didn't materialise. But we were still really, really committed to our next venue opening being um, in the West, somewhere around Footscray or West Footscray. And when we saw that that site had come up, we just thought it's just too amazing an opportunity. It's such a massive, um, iconic space that is perfectly located um, and so we're really, really you know, stoked to be able to get hold of it. And then I guess the next question for us was, well, what, what, how do we make it us? How do we make it um, a, an evolution in what Moondog is um, and just you know, find the right kind of thing for that space? And the, the space itself, it's, it's over three levels. So um, there's a ground level that will be quite literally like walking into a very kitschy uh, stage production of a, of a Western. Um, We're talking a saloon, boys. surely. It's a saloon. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Full saloon. With a, we're bringing in, it should um, actually arrive in the next uh, week or so, um, uh, straight from Texas, a big mechanical bull as the, the central feature <laughs> in, the, in the downstairs area. Um, there's a kid's ranch area with a you know, big playground. There's a private dining area there's you know it's it's going to be this amazing space that's you know, in the spirit of the way that i guess we do hospitality try and make it fun try and make it engaging and try and make it broadly exciting and accessible for a whole bunch of different people um you can then wander your way up onto level one and you'll find a space that's much more um i guess a bit more of an adult kind of offering um it's uh i guess you'd call it like a honky tonk style bar with pool tables it's got a 
um, a live music stage framed up like the Bob's Country Bunker from the Blues Brothers. <laughs> um, there's a there's a separate little um, hidden pianola room with all kinds of bourbons, and um, it's it, it's it's going to be very cool. It, and bringing together the two, the um, the level ground level and level one is a, a large kind of atrium. So it's we've put a big penetration through the floor and trying to integrate the spaces yeah. really nicely. Yeah. Um, the actual scale of the site, it's, it's really quite significant. It's quite quite an amazing thing, and there'll be bridges going across the the atrium. And it'll be very cool. And then you can wander your way up onto the rooftop, um, which is much more of a I guess a, um, a Tex-Mex kind of bright colours, fun cactus kind of vibe, um, you know, big bright fruity cocktails and yeah. tacos and that type of stuff. So oh, it's um, Josh, Josh, like literally, it, it just sounds like so much fun and clearly something for everything. You know that idea that you know, and there's lots of young families in the west now around sort of you know Footscray and Yarraville and Seddon and West Footscray and that sort of thing. So even that idea that on that first level, it is quite family friendly. People who aren't looking for that can maybe head up to the next couple of levels. Um, clearly, the only question I have to ask is when? When are we going to see it open? When can we come in? Yeah, look, we're, we're hoping. We're hoping it's going to be around the middle of March, but you know. Um, these things, um, the best of intentions, they don't, don't always play out, but it won't be too, it'll either be then or not too much further down the track from there. So Amazing, amazing. You've made my day today. Josh Ullians, co-founder of Moondog and the brand new Moondog Wild West in Footscray. There will be so many people so very excited about this. We'll encourage them to keep track of your progress at moondog.com.au um, and, of course, to grab a Moondog beer at their favourite bottle shop or bar. Thank you so much for chatting with me today. Thanks a lot, Kate. Thanks, Josh. Stick around. We've still got time for the first edition for the year of Eat, Drink, Do Melbourne coming up next on Relish, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel for Melbourne's Easy Music 3MP. For lovers of easy music, it all adds up with 3MP and crystal clear stereo right across Melbourne. There to make a better, clearer sound for you to enjoy your easy music favourites. Upgrade your radio to DAB Plus and change the way you listen to Easy Music 3MP. Find out more at 3mp.com.au. Okay, well, we've set it a new year, a new opportunity to explore the best Melbourne has to eat, drink and do, so we better get straight into it. Now, a while back we saw a bit of an explosion in single-item menus, those places that sold just toasties or just meatballs or lobster rolls. Well, I've got a new one for you. Over at South Melbourne Market, Ugo Burrata Bar has opened serving up, you guessed it, burrata. For fans of that gooey cow's milk Italian cheese, uh, it comes from Melbourne's popular That's Amore cheese. They've got at least 10 dishes on the menu to choose from. So you can think things like toast with bacon jam, avocado, sesame dressing and burrata. Uh, green beans with fennel blackberries. Yep, and burrata, and even sweets. So a bubba crumble with rum syrup, shaved macadamia, and I'm going to say it for the last time, burrata. Nearly all the items are $20 or under, so this will be a bit of a cheese lover's dream. You can see all the menu at ugo.com.au. That's just U-G-O. 
over in South Yarra, popular wine bar Shadow Boxer got a new chef in Chris Sykes last year and they're starting the year with a fab new menu to complement their wholly Australian wine list. So they're things like spelt flatbread with whipped curd and green olive zatar, a gorgeous stracciatella with merlot glazed beets, mint and hazelnuts, or maybe some squid ink tagliatelle with crystal bay prawns. Uh, adding to all that, you can enjoy it in an original 1895 South Yarra Terrace house with some gorgeous shaded outdoor dining. It's just a perfect spot for summer. You can see the full menu and plan your visit at shadowboxer.bar. Well, new year, new pub. How exciting is that? In the heart of Fitzroy, the Gertrude Hotel has opened and it looks like a real stunner. It's a classic 1854 building. Uh, This new boozer offers some curbside outdoor dining under beautiful cedar trees. Uh, Inside there's a public bar, dining room and three private dining rooms and upstairs even an all-weather terrace and another bar. And the Tucker, well, co-owner Andy Lockyer is heading up the kitchen. He's ex-Rockpool, so he really can cook. He'll be churning out pub classics like char-grilled scotch fillet, chicken or eggplant parma. But there'll also be a full Italian kitchen that'll serve hand-stretched pizza, some homemade pasta. And what they are saying, we'll have to test it, will be Melbourne's best tiramisu. You can get all the details at thegertrude.com. And finally, well, a fun one for fans of Japanese food as Tokyo Motto opens in the CBD's mid-city centre. Owner and chef Spring Chi has worked for 22 years in the hospitality industry and she's been behind viral venues like Le Mille Creperie and Shugo Labo. But with Tokyo Motto, she's hoping to take everyday Japanese culture to Melbourne. So expect things like a Japanese curry with a signature golden curry sauce that she's infused with stone fruits and fresh bee honey, or maybe a less traditional ice cream spicy miso ramen. Yep, we are seriously talking a cone of soft serve in the soup. I don't know, we'll have to try it. Uh, Chi is uh, also having fun with omu rice, which is a tornado egg omelette over rice, to which you could add extras like chicken katsu, vegetable tempura, or maybe a hamburger patty. And at night... It all turns izakaya with fun Japanese bar snacks and cocktails. Check out all the details via their social media at Tokyo underscore motto, M-O-T-T-O. So at Tokyo underscore motto. And that is it for this episode. It is great to be back for 2024. I cannot wait to share all the fabulous people, stories and venues that this city and state keep throwing at us. You've been listening to the Relish podcast, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel for Melbourne's Easy Music 3MP. You've been listening to the Relish podcast with Kate Stevenson. 